Bible prophesied of a unique time on earth. Israel would be returned to her land, the church would turn to false doctrines, technology would increase, and wickedness and immorality would run rampant. The time spoken of so long ago has come. Join Charlie Garrett as he breaks down these events for us as they unfold each week. Let's see, it's uh, Sunday, it's uh, June 25, 2017, it's time for the Prophecy Update of the Week, and uh, while we're uh, getting ready to have the Prophecy Update, I have to announce that this wonderfully beautiful woman is now, as of next Wednesday, if if I survive that long, uh, has put up with me for 33 years. So, <laughs> I went, uh, no, 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 you're not going away yet. Yeah, this is a... Uh, this is a real, real blessing and an honor, and um, we, I, I got some, uh, we were having a prayer before the uh, Prophecy Update concerning marriages. Some people emailed me with marital troubles here, and uh, we've been praying for them, and uh, I, I, I know what the, the uh, secret to a marriage is, and it's not to be like me in any way, shape, or form. It's to be the yielding wife and the wonderful spirit that she is, and I want to tell you a couple things that uh, I, I um, notice in my life is that we have different bathrooms that we use, but it's not because we have our own bathrooms. It's just that it's just easier for me to go to one to brush my teeth and stuff, and she's got you know dogs and stuff which she brings up, and it, it's a complicated thing. But um, for now, twenty some years, I have used toothpaste. Okay, and this is this has never failed. I have never asked this. It's just, you know, I've got my toothpaste sitting there, and I squeeze out my toothpaste. And right when it gets to the very last day or two, there's always a new tube sitting there waiting. Always. And when I wake up in the morning, always the milk that I use, because she uses skim milk, the milk that I use is always on the outside. So all I have to do is just grab it and pour it. I don't have to shuffle around in this refrigerator. And things like that happen in my life all day, every day, and they don't go unnoticed, even though I don't tell her these things, and I appreciate it, and the secret to a successful marriage is to be yielding to the other person, and this is the queen of yielding here. She is so wonderful, so there you go. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, really wonderful stuff, and I, I needed to acknowledge that for the world to see how wonderful of a wife I have. Um, and then I have, um, I want you all to know that the background changed this weekend, the people that are watching online, and that is because uh, Sergio, who does all of the video work for the, uh, the prophecy updates and the everything, he um, uh, said, you know, there's a white background and it is very hard on people's eyes. And I didn't know this, I mean, I had no idea. He said, you need to change the color of that, and then he spent a long time on the computer after doing that, he's got a program which... Um, brings out color and it does certain things and he spent from Israel doing that in order to make everything match very well so that is for you and he did that so send him a thanks if you are posting online right now that um, if it looks good and if not then tell him uh, what's wrong but no I'm kidding anyway it was very nice of him to suggest that and we got that done last week and so that's why the blue background has changed just for the benefit of the people watching and uh, that are in the church as well and uh, then one more thing, I have a bandana on, which came from my friend Nancy, and uh, it's a Star Trek bandana. And you know this is a Trekkie that sends you something like this when it comes in an envelope with a picture of Captain Kurt and Sulu and all these people on the front with your label on it. I mean, she printed this entire Star Trek thing to mail to me. So I, I appreciate my Trekkie friends because that is something I grew up with and I very much love. And uh, so she sent that on and... Uh, 
uh, I appreciate that. And um, I have something to read you concerning uh, what I just told you about my wife in 33 years of marriage. And I read it this morning, and it, it is um, valid for a prophecy update because every person here has, um, uh, uh, you know, that's married has issues with marriage at one time or another. And um, this comes from my friend um, Derry, who uh, is up in North Carolina. Uh, the church held a marriage seminar, and the priest asked Luigi as his 50th wedding anniversary approached to share some insight into how he managed to stay married to the same woman all these years. Luigi replied to his audience, well, I tried to treat her well and spend money on her, but the best thing I did was to take her to Italy for our 20th anniversary. The priest said, Luigi, you are an inspiration to all husbands here today. Please tell the audience what you plan to do for your wife for your 50th anniversary. Luigi proudly replied, I'm going to go and get her. (laughs) All right. Got somebody to highlight as I do each week. (laughs) Um, Very nice person here. His name is uh, Richard and his wife, Kantamalang Bulliat, from Amarillo, Texas. And uh, Kantamalang is a long name from Thailand, and so it's short uh, Khan. And so when he uh, emailed me her name, the first thing I thought of was the Wrath of Khan. uh, So I sent him a little 10-second clip of that one video of him, Khan, you know, when he got abandoned on that island. So anyway, he says, uh, wife and I have been watching Prophecy Updates now for about a year. And we also watch the Bible study on Thursdays, which is, that's where my heart is there, is the Bible. So uh, they, uh, they're attending that, and uh, these have blessed us and tremendously, uh, and we enjoy them. Uh, we have four wonderful children, only one still at home. We live in Amarillo, Texas, and are blessed as it is a very conservative city. Good job there, Amarillo. I was brought up in a Christian home, but unfortunately went my own way as I got older. Thankfully, the Lord didn't give up on me and brought me back to him shortly after we were married. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and it really showed me I'm not in control of everything like I thought I was. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for this disease, he says, as it put me on a path to seeking God and his purpose for my life. Man, if the Lord can use affliction to bring you back to his fold, praise God for it. My wife didn't know anything about God as she was brought up in Buddhism. We now look back and know God brought us together for a reason as he brought me back and through me reached her with the gospel message of saving grace. Now we both pick up our cross daily and follow the Lord wherever he leads us and we continue to pray and try to reach her family as they are Buddhist and not believers. And I gave him some information on that and I I need to give him some more, but I've been sick all week as to how to talk to a Buddhist about um, uh, coming to a saving knowledge of Christ and because uh, I led four or five of them down the road, some of my very best friends to him. And uh, there, there is a way that is uh, possible. If uh, You know, the gospel will get to everybody if you just present it. And uh, so we'll keep praying for them as well. Our first category, as always, is uh, Israel. And I entitled this Military Edge. Now, this is over the past 30 days or so. It's not all within the past week, but I've been saving them so we could get a snapshot of Israel's military edge. Uh, from Aretz Shiva, Israel drops to 15th on the list of world's strongest militaries. They were a little bit up on the list. They dropped down. And um, it, even with 15th, I was thinking about the fact that they are a nation about the size of New Jersey, and they are 15th in the world in military power. But I have a comment at the end of this to, that will raise them well above that. Um, Israel still ranks among the top military powers in the world, but has dropped from 11th a year ago to 15th at present. 
so finds the military analytic website Global Firepower. The website ranks military capabilities based on no fewer than 50 factors, including diversity and amount of weaponry, geographical position, natural resources, and manpower. It also takes into account whether the country is an actual or suspended nuclear power, though it does not figure in nuclear stockpiles. And having said that, they are probably about number four or five in the world because of their nuclear powers. But I will say this, that I would even elevate them above that. I would elevate them up to at least number two and possibly number one in the world because we know that Gog Magog is coming very soon. That's Russia, the probably the number two military power in the world. I didn't read it, but that would be my guess. And they are going to be utterly defeated by Israel, utterly defeated according to the Bible. And so it tells me that they aren't number 15 by any stroke of the imagination. And with their nuclear power, they're way up there. But in ability to exercise their abilities and to uh, inflict harm upon their enemies, they are at number one probably. If, if not number two. But we will put them at number one for one more reason. is because they have the Lord on their side. So we'll put them at number one, and we'll just leave it at that. Good job. Uh, from Virtual Jerusalem, Israel Air Force introduces maritime drones. They've had uh, regular drones. As a matter of fact, they're one of the biggest shippers of drones in the world. They've now introduced maritime drones. The uh, IAI's maritime version of the Hevron 1 UAV will replace C-SCAN patrol aircrafts to protect the coast and offshore gas installations. So they're no longer going to have people patrolling. They're just going to do it by drone. Um, behold Israel. Israel Aerospace Industries finalized a $630 million arms deal with India. Israel to provide India with arms, defense missile systems, and the deal comes after a $2 billion deal made between Israel and India in April. So they're up to over $2.5 billion with India just in the past few months. Israeli-Indian economic and diplomatic relations continue to increase, with Israel becoming India's main military and defense provider. Great stuff there. And then from the Al Jamainer, this has nothing to do with the military, but uh, during historic upcoming Israel trip, Indian Prime Minister Modi, he's going to go to Israel, will not visit the Fakistinian Authority. Good job. Planning is in full swing ahead of Indian Prime Minister Modi's historic visit to Israel next month. He's going to be there. When Modi lands at Ben Gurion International Airport on July 5th, he will become the first sitting Indian Prime Minister to set foot in Israel. Good job, Israel. They're making alliances. They are moving ahead in the world militarily. And uh, they're, they're just they're in a real sweet position as far as aligning themselves in the world right now as we approach, I think, probably rather quickly, the, uh, the big battle that lies ahead. Can't be far off. From the Jerusalem Post, Philippines wants new Israeli weapons, not U.S. secondhand equipment. So, yeah, Duarte over there, Philippine President Duarte, promised to buy brand new military equipment to fight twin Maoist and Muslim rebellions and no longer accept secondhand weapons from the United States. The Philippine budget allocates more than $2 billion to modernize the military's equipment under a five-year plan, spending 25 billion pesos this year on acquisitions from Israel and South Korea. Once again, good job, Israel. And... Um, I would like to say something about that right now is if you want to help this guy out, his name is uh, Pastor Dennis, uh, last name is Compton, but I call him Pastor Dennis. He's over in the Philippines. He's, I believe, on the island of Mindanao. It's where all of the fighting is going on with the Muslims right now. 
and he asked me to send out a uh, request, which I did on Facebook, in order to, um, uh, he, he is providing Bibles to 3,000 Philippine Marines, which are in his area right now, and they are hungry for him. They're literally hungry for him. He's giving them Bibles in their the language Tagalog, which is the Philippine language, but they're also providing them to the Muslims who are trying to escape being killed by their Muslim friends. And so they, they are getting converts, and he's asked for help, if you would be willing to help Email me, and I will give you his um, email address, and he will. Uh, uh, you can send him money PayPal. It's very convenient. Unlike Western Union, you can also send it Western Union, but it's something that will be a big help to them while they have this perfect advantage of helping 3,000 Philippine Marines and Muslims, believe it or not, to uh, receive uh, Bibles in their own language. All right, and then um, from the tower, Israeli Air Force created plane from two damaged F-15s. This is really an impressive article. Surprising Boeing uh, with their efforts. When Israeli engineers at the IAF Depot 22 asked Boeing, the prime contractor for an F-15B that had been severely damaged, if it could rehabilitate the plane by attaching its undamaged front section with the rear section of another damaged plane, Boeing never returned the call. According to Lieutenant Colonel Orgod, the commander of Depot 22's engineering division, Boeing didn't acknowledge the request because they thought they were joking. Six years prior, the F-15B arrowhead caught fire after a flock of pelicans was sucked into its engines. The pelicans are fine, don't worry. Um, <laughs> the pilot and uh, she's over here going, oh. <laughs> the pilot and navigator managed to land the plane, but the entire rear end was burnt. After years of debating what to do with the damaged aircraft, engineers at Depot 22 suggested grafting the front end of the F-15B onto the back end of an obsolete single-seater F-15. According to Orgad, the total cost of rehabilitating the plane was less than $1 million. In contrast, today, to buy an aircraft like this would cost more than $40 million. I don't know of any other Air Force that works to revive aircrafts that others would throw away or at best disassemble for parts. But for us, this is our mission. We can't afford otherwise, Orgod explained. Boeing praised the efforts of Depot 22 and said we very much appreciate the professionalism and capabilities of this unit and at times we have also learned from it for mutual benefit. U.S. military and uh, the developers of our military airplanes are learning from the Israeli Air Force. It shows you how advanced they really are over there. And then one uh, non-military article from Virtual Jerusalem. Israel and New Zealand, they had a break in um, ties. They recalled ambassadors over what New Zealand did to Israel last year. They um, uh, supported the U.N. bad vote. And Israel said, we're cutting ties with you. Well, that is over. They have restored diplomatic ties. They've learned their lesson. They can't do without Israel. Okay, from Christian News Today. This is from a pastor in India who I'm a friend with. His name is Jacob Itty. And he says, our native missionary evangelist, Alex, he has an evangelist there. His wife, Asha, was badly beaten by Hindu militants as Alex was away from home. He first said prayers are appreciated for her medicals, okay? Then uh, got another email. He said her bills so far amount to $350, and over there, that is a ton of money. And today, I will know about uh, physiotherapy and medicines. Appreciate your prayers. 
And then he got another email to me. Just came to know that her physiotherapy will cost $10 a day for three weeks, which is a lot of money, and medicines yet to prescribe. Then we will get the cost. Another email. Just came out from counseling with Aisha's orthopedic doctor. Things are more grievous. They really snapped her arm. They broke it. They were brutal to this woman. Um, He is advising for a major operation fixing steel plates and bolts. He says, just frustrated. I could tell just from the shortness of his email. He's just overwhelmed. He came back with another one. So far, bills amount to $600, and then the operation is high. And then after physiotherapy and medicines, I wonder what will happen, dot, dot, dot. Other side, uh, her relatives and friends from the Hindu society are looking to criticize her for becoming a Christian. He said, please keep me in special prayers. It's like wolves all around to trap me. This guy is desperate because this is one of his evangelists. She converted to Christianity when she became his wife, and the family is abusing her. Hindus, this is happening a lot in India lately. The Hindus are really, really harming them. I send a little bit of money that I could this morning, but if you can give something, email me, and I will tell you what you can do. He does not have PayPal. It has to be Western Union, Um, but I would ask that you would consider this. You know, what a testimony to Christianity for somebody that uh, is willing to stand up for her faith with, I mean, literally, just broken her arm so badly that she's got to go through all this, and, uh, you know, they need help, so please do. From Fox... um, School, you may not recite prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Obviously, this has been going on, but uh, I thought I'd tie it in with another article in a moment. Mariah Bridges wanted to thank God for his immeasurable blessings on uh, Beaver High School's graduating class, but she could not because it was against the law. The Pennsylvania teenager wanted to offer thanksgiving to the Almighty for parents and coaches and teachers. But again, she could not because it was against the law. Actually, it's not, but they they just are told it is. And so make us selfless, make us just, make us successful people. But more than that, make us good people. Mariah wanted to pray. But that, too, was determined to be unlawful. This is America, the land of the free and the home of the brave. But it is also a place where a young teenage girl is not permitted to mention the name of Jesus Christ or anything remotely religious in a graduation speech at a public high school. The district notified the teenager that her prepared remarks were unlawful, unconstitutional, and therefore impermissible. That's what's going on in America. Good news from the stream. Governor, this is our Florida governor who's getting out. He's going to keep doing good things until the day he leaves office. Governor signs bill that would put prayer back into Florida schools. Good job, Rick Scott. Governor Rick Scott signed a bill that protects students' rights to lead prayers and religious gatherings in Florida schools. Despite ardent criticism from guess who? The left. Right. SB 436 ensures students of every grade in Florida schools have the right to pray, lead prayers, and organize and participate in religious activities and organizations before, during, and after school without fear of discrimination or punishment. The bill also affords school faculty the right to participate in student-initiated religious activities. Good. The teacher wants to be there and be prayed for? He can or she can. It proved contentious as Democrats, underline that, in the Florida legislature cited concerns that the bill would foster alienation and discrimination against specifically non-Christian students. How is that possible? If a Hindu wants to pray... This protects him. If a Muslim wants to pray, this protects him. It is absolutely insane what is going on in the brain pan of the left. There's nothing going on. It's just peanut butter rolling around in there. All right? And it's, it's, they're just, they're rotten. 
Okay, this sentiment echoes Bernie Sanders' recent scolding of a Christian nominee for deputy budget director. I'm sure most of you heard about it. If he didn't, somebody is going to be uh, is uh, you know going through the interrogation process of the Senate to be uh, the deputy budget director, and Bernie Sanders questioned his Christianity to the point where it was embarrassing. It was literally embarrassing, saying you have no right to exercise your Christian beliefs. That guy, he is under investigation. I saw that this morning. I hope that they find so much wrong with him that he is in prison for the rest of his life. While uh, some argued that the bill was redundant, as the U.S. Constitution already protects the free exercise of religion, proponents of the bill, well, if it does, then why why do we have the last article? If the U.S. Constitution protects it, we do need this. Um, proponents of the bill, like Republican State Senator Rob Bradley, expressed a need for clearer protection of that right in what they see as a growing climate of hostility towards persons of faith. Forget persons of faith. Towards Christians. There is nothing hostile being done against Muslims in this nation. Nothing. It's all pro-Islam. It's all, but we need this, and I'm so grateful that we have Rick Scott in the uh, governorship right now. From LifeSite News, Ontario passes totalitarian bill allowing the government to take children from Christian homes. Um, This came out a week or so ago. It's made many news services, but I still want to read it. I have another one to tie into it later. Ontario's liberals passed what critics described as totalitarian. Bill 89, uh, by a vote of 63 to 23, pro-family advocates warn Bill 89 gives the state more power to seize children from families that oppose the LGBTQ and gender ideology agenda. And it allows government agencies to effectively ban couples who disagree with that agenda from fostering or adopting children. If you don't support gay rights, you I'm sorry, you can't adopt child anymore. Right. Bill 89 adds gender identity and gender expression as factors to be considered in the best interests of the child. At the same time, it deletes the religious faith in which the parents are raising the child as a factor to be considered. They've made a complete 180-degree swap in Ontario. This is because of the liberal government that they have up there. They, They are ruining children one decision at a time like this. Let's see here. It mandates child protection services consider only the child's own creed or religion when assessing the best interests of the child. So if you've got a little child that has no um, creed or religion because they're too young to make up their mind, guess what? Then they just say, you can't adopt because this could be harmful to this child that you're a Christian. Terrible. Christian Post. I'm so proud of this girl. It's uh, just wonderful to read it, and I hope that uh, if you uh, follow soccer that you'll send her an email congratulating her. Christian soccer player, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce this, I think it's Jaylene Hinkle, withdraws from the friendlies as U.S. team is set to wear gay pride jerseys. What? She's in the U.S. soccer team. She's saying, I'm not going to participate in that. She's not going to wear the gay gay jerseys. Two weeks after U.S. soccer announced that both their men's and women's national teams will be wearing rainbow colored jerseys in support of gay pride in June, Christian soccer player Jaylene Hinkle has withdrawn herself from the U.S. roster for two international friendlies this month, citing personal reasons. So she's not going to she's not going to put on that filth, and so she's taking time away from what she believes is you know something that she is proud of is playing soccer, and uh, you know it's something that 
she does, and I don't know if it's a pay thing or not. I don't know anything about soccer, but she's taking off an entire month, two friendlies, in order to not be a part of this. She proudly boasts Colossians 3, verse 23 on Twitter, which says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. So good job to her. Send her an email if you follow that stuff. From Islam Today, I entitled this Standing Firm. Once again, it's from about the past 30 days. I've been compiling these so you have a snapshot of what a few countries are doing in Europe. This is from Breitbart. Macron threatens Poland with future sanctions over refusal to take in migrants. Polish lawmakers are furious at French presidential candidate Emmanuel Macron, who has proposed potential sanctions on the country for refusing to take in migrants from other EU states. From Breitbart again, Poland says, taking migrants much worse than EU sanctions. Smart man. Now, you, what do you do? You, you say, we'll take your money and destroy ourselves? Forget the money. We'll stay a nation and we won't be destroyed by these people that are being brought in. Taking migrants would do more damage to Poland than EU sanctions. Interior Minister Blazicek, you know these long names over there, said after warnings from Brussels over the country's refusal to welcome asylum seekers from the third world. Good job. From Weasel Zippers, Poland, refusing to allow Muslims to migrate en masse is only proven counterterror method. Asked whether he thinks the politicians running Poland have any good advice on how to avoid terrorism for Britain? which has experienced three jihadist attacks in three months and no other countries in Western Europe, Karzanecki said the country has a very specific concept. No Islamic immigrants take care of the problem. With regards to Britain, we've already told them on several occasions they need to deport, not tolerate radical migrants. I'd go further than that, but he he went with just the radicals. Um, If they knew what true Islam was, they'd watch... um, uh, our brother, uh, what's his name? Um, Osama. Os- Osama Dokdok. If they knew there is no such thing as a moderate Muslim, deport. Just deport. From BPR, rise from your knees. Poland's prime minister destroys the EU. We won't be blackmailed into taking your migrants. Polish Prime Minister Beta Zydlo said Poland will not be blackmailed into accepting thousands of refugees under the EU quota system. If you cannot see that terrorism has the potential to hurt every country in Europe and you think that Poland should not defend itself, you are going hand in hand with those who point this weapon against Europe, against all of us. Do we want politicians who say we have to get used to terror attacks, citing that uh, mayor of London? Prime Minister Zydlo received raucous applause from many members of the Polish parliament who expressed their approval of her no-nonsense call to action. Smart people, smart people. Daily Wire, Czech Republic joins Poland and Hungary and Slovakia in refusing EU-imposed refugees. They joined the other Central European nations in withdrawing from the EU's 2015 Migrant Resettlement Program. The program sought to resettle 160,000 refugees across the European states, but the Czech Republic is bailing over the dysfunctionality of the program. They want to stay alive. From The Guardian, EU takes action against eastern states for refusing to take refugees. The European Commission has launched a legal case against Poland, Hungary, and the Czech Republic for refusing to take in refugees, intensifying a bitter feud within the bloc about how to deal with migration. The EU's migration chief, Demetrius Avramopoulos, said, I regret to see that despite our repeated calls to 
pledged to relocate, the Czech Republic, Hungary, and Poland have not yet taken the necessary action. For this reason, the Commission has decided to launch infringement procedures against these three member states. I sincerely hope that these member states can still reconsider their position and contribute fairly. In other words, they want to have a, a like number of deaths as all these other countries that have taken them. That's contributing. More people that's right. More people will be leaving the EU. It, 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 absolutely, but they rejected her, and so here we are with Macron, and the, the disaster they have is only going to get worse. From Breitbart, Texas enacts anti-Sharia law. Good job. Texas enacts anti-Sharia law. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed into law House Bill 45, more commonly known as America's Law for American Courts, or ALAC. It prohibits the use of any foreign law in the state's courts. That ought to just be obvious. It ought to just be obvious, specifically in family cases that involve marriage or parent-child relationship matters. That ought to be as obvious as the nose on your face, but liberals don't have noses anymore, I guess. I don't know. From Mongolia this week, really nothing to report, so I went to a blog, and I'll read you something fun. From Stuff New Zealand, insider tip. Mongolia, I was looking for rich culture, scenic beauty, and something a little different. I managed to find just that and more in Mongolia. Everywhere I turned, there were beautiful landscapes, and the markets were, markets were bursting with color. Naran Tool Market topped my list with a decent selection of clothes and accessories. I bought myself a beautiful huram, which is a Mongolian jacket. Food was a highlight of my trip. It was Mongolia where I learned the theory of, get this, Mongolian horsemen inventing ice cream. Yeah, you like ice cream? They invented it. When they took cream on long journeys across the Gobi Desert in the winter, it was vigorously shaken as they galloped through the sub-zero temperatures, which caused it to freeze. I was told this while trekking horseback through the Altai Mountains, something I could not recommend more. The fact that there is little tourism development meant that it was so untouched, which I loved. There's nothing more mesmerizing than camping out under the stars after a day of horse riding and experiencing the nomadic culture and eating some Mongolian ice cream. Okay, from Daniel 12 Technology Today, Mail Online. Microsoft's modern keyboard has a hidden fingerprint scanner that will make passwords redundant. You buy your uh, keyboard now, it has a little scanner. You put your finger on it, and it'll allow you to get into your computer. So you don't have to type in a password or anything anymore. Just put your finger on there. Um, let's see here. The fingerprint sensor is tucked away between the alternate and control buttons. It could make logging into your PC and compatible websites more secure. My thought is that's heading down a path. That's what that is doing. Because if somebody can somehow get into your computer, then they've got your information, and now they can use that elsewhere. But um, anyway, I just I, it's interesting. It's convenient. I'm just not sure if I'd want to do that. From Mail Online, the Pentagon is developing an army of robotic drones. Very, very cool idea. I wish I had thought of this, to fly alongside fighter jets at 700 miles an hour. So you've got a fighter jet. And instead of having a guy sitting in a place in Washington, D.C. doing a drone, he, the pilot of the aircraft, flies his airplane and the drones mimic his flying. And so he has a whole, whole army of drones with him that he's in control of. Listen to this. Very cool. Two classes of drone designed to be airborne wingmen have been unveiled. Unpiloted drones use artificial intelligence to copy the movements of the planes. Experts claim the speed of the drones lets them fly in tandem with F-16 jets. 
drones are still in testing phase, but it could be used as a first line of air defense. Very cool idea there. You get, you know, you got one skilled pilot and he can bring out 16 or 20 or whatever drones with him instead of having two people that are fallible. You've got drones that are just mimicking him. Great stuff. Mail online. The pacemaker that does not need a battery. Thinking of somebody here today. Implant can be placed directly into the heart and be charged wirelessly. Very cool. Normally, pacemakers aren't directly implanted into a patient's heart. They're located in the chest where surgeons can replace the batteries. A new wireless pacemaker can be directly implanted into a patient's heart. The device, which is smaller than a dime, can harvest radio frequency radiation via an external battery pack. It eliminates the need for surgeries. One time and uh, one size fits all. Revelation plagues today. NPR. A few genetic tweaks to Chinese bird flu virus could fuel a human pandemic. They're very concerned about this. A sometimes lethal strain of H7N9 bird flu that has infected about 1,500 people in China doesn't spread easily among humans, but it's infected 1,500 people, okay? And their, their comment is, yet. But research suggests just a few genetic mutations might make it easy enough to become quite contagious. Then the news comes just as federal officials here in the United States are getting ready to lift a moratorium on controversial lab experiments that would deliberately create flu viruses with mutations like these. Public health officials have been worried about this bird flu virus called H7N9 because it's known to have infected more than 1,500 people and killed 40% of them. That's a very high lethality rate. The fear is that if it mutates in a way that lets it spread more easily, the virus will sweep around the globe and take a heavy toll because people's immune systems haven't ever been exposed to this type of flu before. Past pandemics caused by novel flu viruses jumping from animals or birds into people have killed millions. All right, from SIDRAP. More avian flu outbreaks reported in China, Belgium, Taiwan. In the latest avian flu developments, China's agricultural ministry reported a large die-off related to H7N9. Same one again, avian influenza in the far northeastern corner of the country. Though the report didn't specify that it was the highly pathogenic strain, it mentions of deaths of 19,500 breeding hens suggests that the more lethal version is involved. H7N9 was first detected in Chinese poultry in February and has already spread to some of the country's more northern provinces, such as Inner Mongolia. Bad news there. Morality today. From the Daily Caller, (laughs) excuse me, Canadians could face hate crimes over using the wrong gender pronouns. So they're taking away kids from Christian uh, families, and now you just use the wrong pronoun, and you can face a hate crime. Canada passed a law making it illegal to use the wrong gender pronouns. Critics say that Canadians who do not subscribe to progressive gender theory could be accused of hate crimes, jailed, fined, and made to take anti-bias training. Canada's Senate passed its Bill C-16, which puts transgender identity and gender expression into both the country's human rights code, as well as the hate crime category of its criminal code, by a vote of 67 to 11. You're talking about a whole bunch of mental defects up there, a a whole bunch of them. Two walls. Yeah, we need two walls. Yes, one in the south and one in the north. And if you're a Christian, you can come through the one in the north, no problem, we'll let you in. 
uh, from Christian Post. This is from the 1st of June. Illinois is forcing foster parents to support gender transition or lose the kids. So we have the same thing going on in Illinois as going on in Canada. In the state of Illinois, uh, social services policies now bar social workers from employment and foster families from caring for children if they refuse to facilitate a child's gender transition. The kid wants to, you know, six years old and wants to become a girl instead of a boy. They must support that. Terrible stuff there. LifeSite News. Court rules parents can file. This this may be the most disturbed post that I've ever read. And I've read a lot of disturbed stuff on this Prophecy Update. Court rules that parents can file wrongful birth lawsuit saying they wish their child was never born. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa parents who say they would have aborted their unborn son if they had known he had cerebral palsy may sue the doctors. The state Supreme Court ruled. Yep. State Supreme Court says it's okay. You can sue your doctors because you didn't want that baby. And, you know, cerebral palsy this time, next time it's because it has red hair. You can sue your doctors because you didn't let us know everything that we needed to know about that child. That may be the most perverse thing that I've ever read in my life, thinking that. That that a Supreme Court of a state would allow that? Do you talk about mental minuscules? That's it. That's peanut headitis extraordinaire there. Moral minuscules. Absolutely. I, I, I'm so angry right now. I, I know I'm giving a lot of bad words about people today, but there's nothing left. There's nothing left for these people on the left except... It, I don't know what is going on in this, this world. This is what they stand for. This is what they stand for. Every single thing that they stand for is immoral. It is perverse. There's no good on the left. None. You know, I was listening to Rush Limbaugh this week as I was driving to go somewhere to pick something up. And um, uh, this guy said, you know, we really need to try to be civil. We need to try to be civil in this society. And he was on the right saying that by extending that to the left that we need to get back to a state of civility. And after the break, Rush came, came back on and he said... They want to murder all the children. They want to force LGBT issues on us. He went through a list of things. He says, how can we be civil? There's no position left for it anymore. There's no place for it because they are on the attack and they are vile. Anyway, here we go. Um, from Fox. Army's transgender policy. This is United States Army, folks. Army's transgender policy includes guidelines on male pregnancies. What? Yes, the Army has begun mandatory transgender sensitivity training for soldiers. It covers everything from trans female soldiers to transgender shower etiquette to dealing with a male soldier who is pregnant. How is that? How, this is the world that we are living in. We are living in such a bizarre world that I, I, when I started these prophecy updates, almost 200 updates ago, I kept thinking it, it'll never get worse than it is. And those, uh, compared to what we have now, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Trump's got to trump that. Trump has got to trump that. That's right. From KHOU, work starts on Houston's first pride crosswalk in Montrose. This is becoming something that's all these gay uh, communities are making pride crosswalks with rainbows on them. Well, Houston now has the first one in Texas. They have a gay pride crosswalk, so it's rainbow on all four sides of the, uh, the street. Terrible stuff. From ABC27, Modern Family. More courts are allowing three parents of one child. This is, it's just blooming. All right, from Christian Headlines, Delaware legalizes abortion through all nine months. Terrible stuff. Unreal, the world we're living in. From our other category, Mail Online, something to just get away from the perversion. The secret behind the buttercup's shine. 
Have you ever wondered why they're so shiny? You hold the thing up there and, oh, you like butter because it reflects back on your uh, chin? I'm going to now tell you what the secret is. Thin layer of film, just one cell thick, reflects light to help petals grow. This thin layer acts as a thin optical film and light is reflected on both sides. As the cell layer is very smooth, the reflected colors merge. This creates a white sheen which makes the petals seem glossy. God is great and God is good and he just does wonderful things. I'm telling you what. Mail online. Accenture and Microsoft team up on blockchain-based digital ID that could give the world's 1.1 billion undocumented people an identity. Now, that may not sound like not much, but we have all kinds of people that don't have any documentation at all. They're in third world countries and they've never been, you know, no birth records or anything. But how do you think that they are going to, because the book of Revelation says that every person on this planet will not be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. And they're working on something now so every human being on this planet can be documented in fulfillment of Bible prophecy. You read these things and you just kind of skim over them. Well, that's not important. This is about as important as anything because it validates what the Bible says. It says uh, Project aims to help individuals, help, help individuals such as refugees who prove who they are. will allow them to have access to basic services such as education and health care, part of a United Nations support project to provide legal identification to 1.1 billion people worldwide with no official documents. Well, now they will be able to control every move they make. Every dollar that they make will all be a part of a collective system. Prison planet in place. Unbelievable. From Zero Hedge. Now, this is a very, very, if you think about the ramifications of it, a very spooky article for people like us that watch Prophecy Updates. Okay? And I'm talking about all Prophecy Updates. I'm not talking about just a superior word. Is This is going to affect us, and I bet it will happen really, really quickly. Google promises to bury questionable content on YouTube. Now listen to this. This is, this is right down the line of getting rid of anything Christian. Questionable content that doesn't explicitly meet the grounds for removal under YouTube's terms of use will now be buried. While the site also plans to enhance its abilities to automatically filter out content that does not meet these standards. The videos will come with a warning be banned from featuring ads or collecting ad revenue, or be recommended, endorsed, or commented on. Users will still be able to find the content, so the prophecy update, because it's not saying anything illegal, will still be there, but nobody will be able to find it because nobody can comment on it, and that helps boost you up the more comments you get and things like that. All of the things that get you up and noticed, unless you know who you want to see and you, you can't subscribe to these people, you can't send it out by Twitter, this is coming really quickly, and I guarantee you prophecy updates are going to be right at the top of this list. Um, uh, where were we? Users will still be able to find the content, but would, it will eliminate one of the most prominent means of transmission, sharing over social media networks like Twitter. You won't be able to do that. We will be taking a tougher stance on videos that do not clearly violate our policies. For example, videos that contain inflammatory religious or supremacist content. Well, you say Jesus Christ is the only way uh, to God. He's the way, the truth, and the life, right? That becomes supremacist as well as religious. So anything religious, anything supremacist, and they decide what supremacist is. When you say that you will go to hell without receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that is supremacist in their eyes. You will no longer be able to have any ads. You, any preacher that preaches from the Word of God, 
the truth. It just simply quotes John 14, 6, or any other of the verses that says that Christ is the only path to salvation, will no longer be able to monetize their videos. They will no longer be able to have anybody comment on their videos. They will no longer be able to share their videos. And this is coming, and it is coming very soon. They have got this planned, and they know what they want to get rid of, and the, the message of Jesus Christ is an offense to the world. It is the message to the world, the only saving message, and it is now going to be hidden. So, and you know, preachers, I listened to a sermon, a friend of mine, Dave, up in, uh, 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 he's up in Canada, or yeah, he's in Canada, I'm trying to think of the area that he lives in, but anyway, he sends me all kinds of stuff, short clips, what he does is he clips things out of bigger clips, and he says, here, watch this, because I don't have time to watch an hour video, ever, somebody sends me an hour video, I ain't watching it, okay, I, I may click on it to say, yes, I watched it, but I ain't watching it, okay, but he will send me these short little things, because I'm not going to lie to somebody, but, um, He'll send me, send me these. He sent me one of a nine minute. It was longer than I normally will listen to, but he sent it yesterday, and I was listening to it while I was doing some prophecy update work, so I can, I can think and listen at the same time doing that because it's, it's nothing major, and um, you know, just collecting titles and stuff, and doing photos. Um, but uh, this was a guy up in Canada, Church of Canada, and he was um, giving a sermon on Pentecost. And his sermon was based on the Tower of Babel, okay? And he was saying, well, this isn't a true story. And he was saying, these people were working together. It says they're working together. Nothing will be impossible if we don't spread their language. And he was, he was abusing God, saying how mean God was because they're doing something productive. And God had a, a, a like, a, it was something like a hissy fit. And this guy is saying this from the pulpit. And then he went to the New Testament where the tongues are all mentioned at Acts chapter 2 and he started saying God got over his hissy fit and he finally saw, you know, the way he was saying, I, I was literally quaking for this person's soul as I was listening to him preach to his church. That guy will be all over YouTube. He'll be the standard. They'll be sharing him all over the world and, you know, questioning God's right to make a decision about the people of the world that he created He's going to be the standard. And anything where you say that Jesus says this and it is the truth, you're gone. Coming soon. Let me go on. It says, uh, racists are intolerant views. It is long wrestled with how to curb that type of content while not inhibiting freedom that makes YouTube popular. In addition to devoting more engineering resources to tech that automatically filters out questionable content, the company said that it would also add more manpower to its trusted flagger program though it neglected to explain what qualifies someone as a trusted flagger. It means they went to a liberal university and got a degree in theology. That's what it means. Given the state of today's discourse where leftists accuse anyone who disagrees with them of being a hateful racist, relying at all on human judgment could be a mistake. Not could, no doubt about it, especially if these flaggers are academics. Because the political climate on U.S. college campuses is grossly intolerant of viewpoints that don't jive with their ultra-progressive orthodoxies. Boy, well, that guy was spot on. He knows what's coming, too. Mail online. Hawaii could become the first state to offer its citizens universal basic income after a bill passes through both houses of state legislature. That means everybody gets something for doing nothing. Everybody. It's called helicopter money. That is when you are absolutely desperate to have the people vote for you and not for somebody else. You give them money and they just keep funding them. And this will start taking off around the nation now. Don't work. Get money. Stay in bondage. From Bloomberg. 
Okay, I got a few articles on the same subject. I'll let you figure out what the subject is. S&P, Moody's downgrade Illinois to near junk, lowest ever for a U.S. state. Chicagoist, road work could shut down across Illinois due to budget impasse. From Mishtalk, Powerball, Mega Millions to halt Illinois lottery due to state's inability to pay winners. <laughs> CBS, could Illinois be the first state to file for bankruptcy? From U.S. News, official warns Illinois' finances in massive crisis mode. Zero Hedge, Illinois controller, the state can no longer function. Can you imagine that? They're, they're just completely unable to, in any way, and, and you know, and uh, they want more people in there that, you know, or uh, what do you call it, a refugee, yeah, illegal refugee city. They can't pay their own bills. They have no budget, and they're going to file for bankruptcy, and they're going to cost us money in the process of doing it. Well, here we go. Okay, I got a lesser for you. I want you to see if you can guess what I'm talking about in this lesser. She's been married now 33 years and amazed all her friends and their peers. On the 28th of June, Charlie Garrett made her swoon and forget about all of her fears. <laughs> what a wonderful life I have. Thank you, Les. I uh, got an irony of the week for you here. Uh, Mail Online didn't foresee that. Car plows through a restaurant window and smashes into a psychic as he eats lunch with his mentor. So you better find a new psychic mentor there, buddy. And it was it's a great you can watch the video and he he they literally get plowed right into the wall. It, wow, they got whacked. Such is the world that we live in. And from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, and Amarillo, Texas. I'm Charlie Garrett with the most beautiful wife in the world. And this is the superior word, and that is your prophecy update for the week.